Yes, so I just want to say that uh, I, I did the thing. I did a lot of research. I just hope, see, bro, with the amount of research you've done, we just there's just breaks. There's breaks in this sentence itself as you were speaking. And action. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Ancut, a podcast on everything films, brought to you by the Film Society of VIT Chennai. This is Trijit Vijay, joined alongside Chris Joy Kokat. What is up? What is up? Abey, yar, yeh. Every time we do this only, bro. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Yeah, we are the host for the podcast. The podcast is now available across platforms, uh, podcast streaming platforms like Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Overcast, Anchor, to name a few. Do follow us on the streaming services so you get updates on episodes right when they are up. For this episode, unlike last episode where we decided to use a lesser formal term, guests, we're gonna call. We're gonna become a little more informal. We're gonna call them friends. Yay! And uh, yeah, for our friends for this episode, we have Ashnavi. Hello. We have Virinchi. Hello there. uh nice way nice to make it robotic and we have our first episodes panelist because we called rohan also panelist sanjay come come on that was not no fair. no 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 complaints <laughs> okay no complaints. see hi <laughs> see we call we call rohan panelist as well so yes it it's fair for you it's fair and for rohan him. and yes. rohan yeah that we have to call fair the enough. panelist Plus, yes. we're the co-hosts. We will, we will take, tell so, you. We, we will, decided. We'll take you out of this exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Shrijit, yes. what what do we have in plans for this episode? So for this episode, uh, we decided that we'll talk about something that we all obviously love, and we all love watching it, and some of us love making them as well. So this, the topic for today's episode. is going to be animated movies and the whole genre of animation so when it comes to animation there are like a lot of different types of animation uh, that are used so what do you think is the most important or like the most stand out animation part i mean we could just we could talk about the types of animations out there i guess in general like as some sort of like you know Mm, well we can start with the basic animation called this uh, which is basically a flip book where you draw uh, each pose and then you you know you play you take a photo shot of them and then you play play it sequentially the uh, movement is animated so that's the first form of animation that was there and then we have 2d 3d stop motion claymation and mm, yeah much more and with technology the types are just growing on there are experimental uh, uh, movies uh, in animation which i think we'll get into later but these are the types that i know okay mm-hmm. does anyone want to add into that see see like i just want to say that i did do research before like coming into this episode but i did not know these all but yeah moving uh-huh. forward gg Gigi, what what sort of research have you done then? <laughs> we will get to the research part later. We'll get to the research part later. <laughs> If you say so. But okay, yeah, anyone yeah, else has talking about things? talking about you know like um things like you know hand drawn and the flip book style of things. Uh, 
I I guess we don't see that much anymore, no? Like hand-drawn animations, completely hand-drawn animations out there. I guess I'm not sure because I think most of the cinema that we have right now is completely um, computer-generated. Well, mostly technology plays a major part in the evolution of animation. We can say though, I'm not sure uh, if it's used in films, but I do know of a game which released recently which relied exclusively on hand-drawn animation. It's a game called Cuphead. Some of you might have heard of it. Cuphead. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, Cuphead. Yeah. Every like everything in that is hand drawn. And sure it has it. And it has that nineteen twenties or thirties twenties, I think twenties vibe. So yeah. Yeah, they wanted that feel to it. They wanted uh to give the feel of a uh, of the first style of animation. So they hand animated everything from what I hear. But yeah, I mean, I mean, if I would, I would, I would, I would like to point out that if we had to like talk about technology, then we could have this entire debate of. um film versus digital but yeah that's save it for later i guess <laughs> because like that is one entire amazing little debate that we can start off you know and uh, uh directors try especially talent you know and everyone but yeah that's not the point that's not the I point i really love i love how we are like 5 minutes into episode and we are like we have already listed the three things that we can like count we'll come back to later Ha <laughs> ah, but exactly no because we have so many things to talk about <laughs> yeah true true but the one main thing that animator movies have is their reach i would say like animator movies are uh, very much they they started out for i would say for kids like the cartoon style that came out like cartoons were very much prevalent and they were focused mainly on kids uh, but now when we see it we see full featured films in animation as well so how the transition of the whole animation from animated movies from kids oriented to now being for every age like how how did that come about well um see there's there's this common misconception that uh, animation is a genre it it isn't a genre it is a it is just another medium just like film or digital right hmm i mean i think it that's And... partly because there's an oscar category specifically for animated but yeah continue Yeah, uh, what is a genre though? A genre is a what do you call it? A similar type of uh, similar mood of movies. Th- that's probably genre, right? In a broad sense, and uh, people basically, what do you call it? People, um, you can't you can't put Spider Verse and say one of the Looney Tunes cartoon in the same genre. So. Yeah, but then again, as, genres as... genres also have um sep. um sub genres as well right like in the previous yeah. episode <laughs> subtle uh whatever uh we were talking about the types of comedies so mm-hmm. in the end so, they're all genres of comedy these are those are genres of comedy but then this animation is a medium and then using a medium just like uh using film or using uh digital you can you can do a lot you can you can um it it's like it's just another medium like written medium or film media just just you can um convey any story you want with the medium and back in the days uh, i think it it could only be limited to hand drawn cartoons and from there all the way to you know um hyper realistic visuals i think uh, we've ca- we've got the technology now so we can do things that we can't uh, we can't do otherwise using animation so i think animation has grown into a style of uh, what do you call it film film making as well 
I think there's there's this there's one point that um Sanjay uh, mentioned which is about uh, the fact that in animation you kind of have a larger um you know canvas or a larger possibilities I guess because mm-hmm. um you don't exactly have to it's not since it's not like real it's not realistic or whatever I mean that's not the word but like since it's not like completely realistic you don't have to record live action um there is so much you can do and so many uh, different possibilities that you have when you have you know an anime when you have an animation sort of a project because you know it does not have to be realistic or live action so i think that could be one of another reasons why um, you know we have it has its reach or you know as shrijitash it's its reach i mean mm-hmm. that that actually makes a lot of sense because uh if if we consider what sanjay said right now it could probably uh let's say like animation as a whole because of its reach and whatever the director envisions can do is kind of like the whole fantasy world or the fantasy side of things that we can do because let's be honest no one calls any no one sees any animated movie and calls it okay that's a romantic movie like the first thing that you ask about a person of of, of like a said movie they will say like okay it's an animated movie like they don't actually go very genre specific but they actually like the animation itself has become it's it's not exactly genre but people prefer it prefer saying animated movies over the genres specifically but yeah like mm-hmm. when we go back to early days like yeah that like there there was so many limitations that they could do because everything was hand drawn and the hand drawing a small cartoon of like let's say 3 minute animation versus a full uh, feature film it's is is kind of tough no but shrijit with that said in the olden times um the limitations that they had in live action movies were also there in fact there were probably more like for example if i had to you know um just just an, as an example yeah if i had i could at the time when we talk at the time when i'm talking at the time i'm talking like 40s right i could i can't make a space movie for example okay i'm just giving an example i can i can't make a space movie in 1940s because obviously there's a lot of other factors involved like the fact that we haven't they haven't gone to space etc etc and also the fact that i don't even know what's its space okay completely in the 1940s okay we're talking when there's not much spatial exploration has been done okay but when you when 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 i'm making an animated project not only do i have the freedom to choose what i like for the for the sake of the story choose what i want but also you know i i can make that movie i can make a space movie so basically you're saying that uh, uh, the director or the, will not have to consider the uh, the limitations of people acting when they're dealing with animation people acting and realistically in a realistic sense like so um, the, yes lim- realistic basically physical limitations at the time mm-hmm. which were not which didn't exist in animation of course animation mm-hmm. was harder to make for that matter chris i don't think uh, anyone was limited i mean there there has been limitations at all times and we been overcoming limitations and we been pushing no no, no that's not that's not what i'm right? trying to say i'm saying yeah. like if you had to see it from an objective sense mm-hmm. okay the amount of effort it took to envision something and portray it to an audience was um it, there were different types of effort you can say 
because like for animation you had to draw each you know thing you had to sto- storyboard it or whatever and mm-hmm. for this thing you would have to somehow make a practical replica or whatever true i mean, I mean yeah that, that that's what true. both the media have grown both the media have grown so much since the 1940s uh you know uh, what do you call a diffuse lighting used to be a new thing in the 1940s it's it's staple for cinematography in 2020 Okay, or even in 1960 I mean, for that matter the limitations like were the lim- the limitations were kind of very much different i would say for live action and animation because if we mm-hmm. consider uh, the hand drawn animation thing uh, since every movie is made like 24 frames per second you would have to draw 24 frames for getting one second and imagine oh, drawing yes. that for the whole feature film and imagine you doing everything and then there's one edit in that animation so you'd Not have really. to go go and demo everything yeah like in the olden days not right now right oh, now it's okay. like All it's right, like from right, in right. A, in a click it's it's basically in a click but when it was like 1940s like chris said like the limitations was the whole time it took to make an animation it took probably what two years or three years to get one film out while the limitations for live action were kind of different in the sense that they couldn't go much beyond what was already available to them in the scopical manner like if you wanted to make a, a space movie you would have to wait some time to make it but it was still possible like star wars was still possible it was very no but star wars was in the 1970s exactly yeah exactly like, yeah exactly no, like even... they we move forward and then it was possible like but at that time like the animation the graph of animation actually moving forward was like i wouldn't say it was very much uh it wasn't a steep curve i would say we went from the disney's uh, cartoons from the 1930s to the looney tunes in the 19 um, i think 50s or 60s and then you know the tom and jerry's of the 1950s and all the way up to you know the cartoons we grew up in 1990s and 1980s and mm-hmm. uh, now we have a whole different kind of animation right now I don't think right, so. I I think calling it a whole different kind is an understatement because now there's like mm-hmm. there's multiple types of it exactly multiple methods or whatever so yeah but see, you know like, I'd like that okay. is a good point see that is a good point because we actually have a person who has actually animated stuff we have Vaishnavi here so Vaishnavi like what according to like how tough is it to actually get into animation animation you just have it has the same process like any normal movie you just get a script and then you storyboard it uh, a storyboard yeah it has a uh, storyboard comes under the pre production uh, so you kind of you know uh, um frames in the camera angle whatever you do for a normal movie you have to do that for an animated movie so it has all the pre production steps and the post production steps and 3d has a very 3d animation has a very different pipeline you start with modeling then you go for lighting and there's rigging and then you go for animation so in 3d animation uh, the actual uh, animation thing is uh, is the fine so each uh, type of animation has a uh, each a uh, different process so in my personal opinion i really like anim- animation i um my favorite uh, animated movie is aladdin and the prince ali song Ooh. especially with uh, robin williams and the expressions hey. of of genie alone that's that's the only reason why i got into animation 
clips or like you know small small essay yeah i have made a clips and uh, the mo- the biggest done is like i have completed a full anime i mean like with music uh, the camera movement and uh, the small uh, character movements and i haven't uh, fully animated it yet but yeah it's almost a movie i think okay so uh I think this is like a very general question that you know every budding animator you know might have which is what are the requirements you know what what do you need to be an animator uh, a digital animator or a manual I, like if i wanted if i wanted to make if i am this no, this normal guy who wanted to make and i am a normal guy by the way but the point is if i had to make an animated movie like what what mm-hmm. do i what would i want what would i need for starters pencil and a paper for oh, that solo that's all but if i had to make an entire movie <laughs> yeah pencil a lot of paper and a pencil <laughs> okay so if fine. you want the system requirements you need softwares and very technical but this is the first answer i'm going to give if you're a normal man you want to make an animated movie take a bunch of paper and take a pencil start drawing that's it okay fine makes sense makes sense fine okay fine so suppose if i okay, uh, let's talk about the software instead okay <laughs> i walked right into that one i agree <laughs> <laughs> okay the software um for 2d i i start the learning with flash but stopped um flash updates and it's gone in the cc version and now we have animate uh it is nothing but a darker version of flash that's it uh, both of them have the same tools uh animate has a camera tool so you don't have to work a lot for zooming in and panning and stuff so animate which is for 2d uh you can use effects for motion graphics and uh, CD you can go with uh, Maya Blender but you have to use Photoshop or Substance Painter for texturing and stuff with 3D so it's a big big industry there 3D is very big uh, is CGI a part of animation um animation comes under CGI i i don't know how to put it but uh, CGI comprises of, of uh, static elements that are modeled by digitally and animation comprises of the moving things so animation is a part of cgi i mean everything uh, 
computer generated or digitally done comes under cgi when we traditionally think of animation we think of the flat 2d kind of animation or in in essence uh, we think of animation in a context where there's only animation like there's no live action mixed in so what do you guys think do you think cgi is still proper animation or do you think that should be considered separate from animation and films so uh, avengers end game and infinity war both employed heavy usage of cgi right mm-hmm. right so or you know what more than that uh, let's take the incredible hulk most of it is cgi right would yeah. you call it an animated film or star wars for that matter or the prequel movies no but see the thing no. is cgi okay so cgi was a full form of cgi wouldn't you computer generated computer generated right. yeah what is i wouldn't see so i robot the point is so for hmm. cgi yes i robot also and robot the movie robot itself Actually, uses a lot yeah. of cgi yeah. right hmm. but the point is that cgi is basically a technique with which we can do both realistic um objects or scenes or frames or characters whatever and you can also okay. use cgi to create animation so virinchi virinchi to uh, mm-hmm. i could say we could say that you know rocket was animated into the movie the character of rocket or though? groot would you though they they were animated first and then they had to be put in the movie right exactly yeah no the, but then would you call the entire movie an animation no you exactly. won't because like cgi so, is a tool and animation is one of the things it can do see so like basically what i'm trying to figure out is where do you draw the line between calling something an animated movie and calling something a cgi heavy movie uh, a better reference for this would probably be space jam where i think we yeah. like would you call yeah. space jam an animated movie no space space jam is uh, space jam was like was the first step uh, it was the first step into uh, introducing like um beginning of 3d or cgi uh, um what what do you call it um animation and cgi together uh, they were testing it out initially if it works together so if you can, if you see space jam uh, the looney tunes character are more uh, they don't blend into the environment well they can be easily uh, seen as they are animated but if you take avengers now if you see rocket you rocket the character blends in the scene if you get what i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So that was the initial stage of Yeah, so it was the initial stage, and they were just you know testing, 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 and there was also a SpongeBob movie midway, where uh, the SpongeBob characters were kind of two D, but uh, the other dude was like a real human. So I think uh, I don't think you could call uh, a combination of real time and CGI an animation movie. Also, when uh, talking about Space Jam, talking about Space Jam, I have a good fact about Space Jam movie. so remember how i told i did research yes how i told my research so this is very important okay so so God. when you see so you see like uh, in the space jams they play uh, basketball right so there is the whole 3d animated looney tunes who play uh, basketball with michael jordan okay now the tough part is that the everything was shot beforehand and then it was animated so if you see the basketball that michael jordan uses okay it it was he he had to actually shoot hoops and he was actually dribbling around everywhere but if you see he actually passes the ball on to the animated character so what they did was they made they took around 120 different images of the basketball alone so that when when michael jordan actually 
throws the ball to the animated characters it the transition point is such that it won't seem fake and it seems mm-hmm. that okay they are actually using that ball so to make one 3d model of a small basketball the size of your that can fit into your hands they had to take 120 pictures on all the possible directions so that it feels real that's how tough the animation is and to do that so good even though we knew like because the looney tune characters they were 2d animated before and now in the movies the first time they actually had the whole color shading and they were shown as a 3d character it was a pretty big step into animation as well so yes that's my fact i think i think space jam was the first time uh, 3d animation and live action um, yeah it came together, came together came in the together. same same space but then yes. we we've had 2d and uh, live action in the same space before you know the 1980s movie who framed roger rabbit or even before oh, oh yeah there yes, are like yes. a lot of examples hmm So, so what, yeah. Sreejit and Sanjay, what, what would you guys call Space Jam? Would you call it a live-action movie or would you call it an animated movie? No, it's a mix movie. It's a mix. It's a mix. Movie. I, w- I wouldn't call it an animated movie. I wouldn't call it an animated movie. I'd agree no. to that. Mm-hmm. I would call oh, it. Yeah. I would straight up call it a live-action movie. To be honest. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't even call it mixed. Fair, fair. True. Oh, I think they 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 have a separate. Oh, what do you call it? Mm. Uh, subcategory like a hybrid kind of thing hmm. yeah see talking about animation and the live animation the live action movies uh, like we, uh, we talked before like in the space jam how it it was very much similar like we could actually differentiate between uh, the animated uh, characters and the actual characters but when we see right now uh, let's say uh, avengers infinity war we couldn't actually uh differentiate between the animated characters what was animated like raccoon was animated oh, not raccoon sorry rocket was animated <laughs> okay oh. but it's it's all you right, could have sorry. called him a so, rabbit of all what was much, no what how that's much worse but, that's worse yeah it's a reference yeah, guys it's a reference <laughs> okay leave it so rocket was animated but it it blended so well into the uh, into the environment that we couldn't actually differentiate it like we knew of obviously that it was fake but in an in an uh, like when we see it it doesn't seem so fake it it seems so blended well but mm-hmm. there are so many different movies that seem so fake if we have already watched see let's take for the example the let's take for example lion king all right <laughs> so the animated movie the animated movie everyone loved okay and the this is another wait which lion king hold up hold up specify hold up. which lion <laughs> this is another see, this is another rabbit hole yeah, right here see no see no i have a good point regarding that is because mm-hmm. see the the lion king that came okay first of all don't hate me and don't judge me i still haven't watched the movie both wait, of the versions oh, wow. both versions okay, okay so totally so i'm just talking about it very very technically okay So if Shri you see the spoiler alert there's a lion who becomes king. Yes. Uh, okay, see I know the whole story. I just haven't watched it. But see. Why you, would you, you say that in a public forum? <laughs> I don't know. What sort what sort of everything film you? has not watched Lion King. <laughs> okay, see I I have an unbiased opinion here. Right? Mm-hmm. Unbiased or biased? It's not it's not even an opinion, okay? It it's basically an observation. Okay. My opinion okay. is very biased to be honest. But yeah, uh, it, yes, it's a very that's, that's unbiased works, observation. Cool okay, observation, cool. Chris. Cool. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. So um, the 
the, there was this one video of um, the new Lion King in which the eyes were animated differently. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. By by, uh, I think by amateurs, and you know that that alone brought back around fifty to sixty percent of what was missing in the new movie. Exactly. Exactly. See, yes, right. that's where the live and live action movies take a hit because they cannot actually bring back those facial expressions. Because I think the same the thing happened. Thing. I think the same thing happened with Jungle Book as well. The new Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. See, it, it felt yeah, exactly. weird to see human expression on hyper realistic animal no, faces. No, the thing is, there was no human expression. There was no expression. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. The, that that's where the gap fell out, right? There's only so much you can express on a animal face, and uh, what do you call it? Expect us to understand. That that's that's one leeway that animation gives you. You know, uh, facial features which are expressive, and you, you you get to use it however you want. And uh, once that was fixed alone, you saw what the movie could have been. Like you you saw a huge difference from what the original was. Honestly, child, though, I don't think. Had child, I don't think. Childish Gambino approach. Continue. Sorry. Continue, Virinji. Yeah. So fine. Yeah. So anyway. So since we're on since we're on this particular topic, and earlier we were talking about Space Jam's character not really fitting. Character is not really fitting in. Don't you guys think that was intended? Like the same. Yeah, that was intentional, too. right? Exactly. So like they they it's like so Star Wars came out before Space Jam. and uh, they like star wars uh, or they like wherever cj was involved for them they tried to make the characters fit in and obviously it doesn't come anywhere near the standards of today's cgi uh, it did like uh, like if, if if in terms of fitting into the scene it did a much better job than space jam that's because space jam never really Wait, tried it which star, to keep... which star which star which, which trilogy movie? are you talking about yeah, exactly which All, trilogy like see, whether whether you talk about the original the trilogy george the original Lucas trilogy had actually... practical effects Yeah, yeah like they had miniature very spaceships very what they call it uh, very adamant on having practical effects and uh, the cg was very minimal i think how it happened was it initially had practical effects and like when they re-released the movie or something for blu-ray or whatever the original mm-hmm. trilogy i'm not talking about the prequels but the original trilogy um they redid all the scenes with the aliens like with jabba the hut and everyone Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they uh, like they the they did CGI for those. Yeah. Personally, yeah. I'm thinking about like when when I was when I said Star Wars. Personally, I was thinking about everyone's favorite uh, favorite Jar Jar Binks. No, that was after. That was prequel. Prequel prequel Space Jam came out in 1996, right? I'm pretty sure prequel came out before that. No, no prequel came in the 1990 uh, towards the end 99 of 1999 or something yeah it was really? 1998 to 1999 oh, yeah yeah. yeah it was after space jam it was after space jam the reason why i brought that whole topic was because face is one of the hardest things to animate and especially the eyes since uh, sanjay told that they removed they changed up the eyes the second version of it uh, it was much better because eyes is one of the toughest things because let's say for example if you want to if you if you wanted to show someone being angry and if you wanted to convey that only using the eyes you would probably do a slanted eyebrow okay you won't pro- probably see how to do it with eyes alone because eyes is one of the most expressive things in the face that no one actually notices but even if it's off by a bit everyone kinds thinks that okay something is wrong but they cannot place it and that is actually the reason why 
some of the animation though it looks good see i would say, i would definitely say that the cgi on the new lion king was absolutely top it was class, really good top class. it was, it was like really it. good but it's it's, but it's a bit see, too realistic yeah exactly that's where it like it it fell off because they they tried to give it a humans uh, kind of they did not have that expressiveness that is where they lacked even it was very realistic though it was very realistic but it didn't feel so good to us i think Th- that's, that's where uh, motion capture and face capture comes in no so yeah okay so if if you want to bring that topic in mm-hmm. i'd like to point out lord of the rings golem oh yeah golem yeah it was it was a person in a mocap suit yeah but suit. they had to anim- yeah but they had to animate that and they try the same i think did they do the same if did they do the same for lion king because Sort no, of, Lion sort King of. was animated. Lion King was not uh, motion no. captured. It was not Avatar was but motion captured with no, uh, with yes. the exception that it was the first one to have face capture. So the expressions mm. you that see on the uh, uh, Navi, they they actually coming from the actors. You know the. I think right, the same right. thing extended through most of MCU, Dormammu, Rocket, and everything, and also. Oh, most of, MCU, most of MCU. Yeah, yeah. Most of MCU. Yeah, most of MCU. Most mocap actually helps a lot with the whole animation because it ha- it gives you key points of what to animate mm-hmm. and what not to animate, and it's pretty much easier when you like take that and import it into let's say Cinema 4D, and then it's easier for you to animate. A uh, motion capture. I can we compare to rotoscoping which is another technique uh, rotoscoping is where uh, you guys know the pen tool right so there's something like a pen tool and you map the la, um live camera capture so motion uh, motion capture works the same way except uh, the points are uh, you know they 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 know what points to you know uh, It's a very technical term. I don't know how to explain it. Wait, is there a difference between motion capturing and rotoscopy? Rotoscopy. Also, uh, yeah. before rotoscopy. all that, before all that, for our viewers, for the sake of our viewers, uh, sorry, listeners, what is rotoscopy? Um, it's like yeah, matching. Yeah, this is going to be a bit te- technical, but. Yeah, it's like uh, matching the uh, movement. Like you, sh- you shoot a video, and you want to just uh, remove one particular thing. You have to pause frame by frame, and then you have to uh, track the motion of one particular object over all the frames, and then adjust it as you want, animate it as you want, or design it as you want. Okay, and motion capture. capture a uh, a person usually is there to you know uh, give the points or uh, how do i explain uh, uh, okay motion capture is basically using a person with uh, dots painted painted slash put on them to give an outline and the camera follows them and the computer yeah, model yeah. can follow that and use that as an input for you know the motion of the pre-built model yeah uh, the software has plugins to capture the points of on the person while rotoscope you have to manually do it okay 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 that and, makes sense. Uh, yeah on that note uh, there was an experimental movie uh, that was made using uh, 
Photoshop, which is a, another software just for using, um, it uses a technique called interpolated rotoscope. Uh, the movie was called Scanner Darkly, and there was uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Keanu Reeves, and uh, it has a very specific style of animation and I don't know if it was very well uh, received by the audience, but it was an experimental movie. They made it just for experimenting a new version of Rotoscope. I don't think it was received well either, but then it, it yeah, had because... an amazing... It was something new. Yeah, it was very new. It's really good that people actually wanted to try different things, like because Rotoscoping really is tough. If you, if you actually try to like manually do it frame by frame, manually do everything, it's kind of tough and mo- mocap actually helps in helps you reduce the time frame and animation is done no but mocap mo- mo- uses huh. like sensors and shit right so i think yeah exactly. exactly so so you don't have to rotoscope manually frame by frame fair fair you, fair. you get all the motion done you just import the 3d uh, the modeling on that motion and and you're pretty much done i mean you have to do a lot of other th- stuff as well but it's actually easier so but would you say that motion capture is more sort of generative while rotoscoping is mostly editing? Would you say something? It's, it's like that? No, rotoscopy, I think from what I've understood, rotoscopy would involve, would involve, I think it would involve more um, manual labor. If that's the yeah, right exactly. thing. <laughs> like motion track, motion capture is basically like the computer, I guess, kind of gets you, gives you the motion all the movements required and you just need to put some sort of um, object or whatever, I guess. Motion capture is basically putting an actor, making him do whatever you want to and feeding that into the computer and the model basically And then feeding a model and the computer will just do something and rotoscopy is like making an actor do something and then drawing over the actor. I think that's what I've understood. Rotoscoping is basically tracing. Hmm. Exactly. Okay, I guess that's enough technical jargons for today. And I think we can take a pause from this episode here. Uh, Tune in next week where we will be gushing about uh, different animation movies. If you have any comments, suggestions, or you're just like us who's into, you know, everything films, then you can contact us and follow us on our Instagram page at VITC. That's at F-I-L-M-S-O-C-V-I-T-C. See you next week.